Hi, everybody. I know that you all are really loyal listeners of this podcast, and I truly can't thank you enough for listening and supporting me and listening to all these great authors and all of our conversations. And I'm so thrilled that so many of you have become fans and gotten to know me on Instagram and Facebook and all the rest. For those of you who have been following me on Instagram, you probably know all this already, but I just want to share with you all directly the personal losses I've been going through right now, just so that you all know, because I feel like I I share so much of myself on the podcast um, in dribs and drabs, and it's such a personal show for me, even though I'm getting to know other authors and delving into books and all of that fun stuff as well. In July, my husband Kyle's grandmother, who we call Nini, her name's Marie Felice, went into the hospital with some actually this might have been in June, with some difficulty breathing. She had a pre-existing lung condition and kidney condition, and she was 90. When she went into the hospital, she caught COVID. And before we knew that, she unwittingly gave it to her daughter, Kyle's mom, Susan, who is 63. This all happened very quickly, and Nini ended up going home and going back and going home to the hospital and eventually passing away on July 21st, 2020, which was really, really awful and sad because Nini had lived with Susan for years and they were super close. Nini is the warmest, cutest lady and I got to know her really well five years ago because we all started a crumb cake business together based on Nini's recipe. So Nini and Susan and Susan's daughter Stephanie and my husband Kyle and I collaborated and launched this business and it was fantastic and so we were all emailing every day and talking and collaborating and it was an amazing crash course in getting to know a family into which I was marrying And also, they've all been just, like, beyond amazing. I had four kids from a previous marriage when I married Kyle, and they, Nini and Susan, just completely embraced the kids like they were their blood grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and could not have been more doting, loving, attentive, and just amazing. A true gift from God, all of it. After Nini passed away, the Two weeks prior to her passing, Susan had a fever and pretty much knew that she had COVID and finally got tested, and she did. She waited as long as she could to go to the hospital on the advice of doctors. She went into the hospital the day after her mother passed away, which was, I guess, July 22nd. She then spent six weeks in different hospitals, the first time three weeks in a small hospital in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she was improving for a while until she got an infection and then had a heart situation. And we got a call at two in the morning one night and things were not good. And in the morning she was intubated and put on a ventilator. And all of a sudden, this was about August 8th, they were like, she's not, this is not looking good. And we were shocked because the day prior, she was supposed to actually get out of the hospital. So anyway, we refused to just give up. Kyle and I spent the day, as recorded on Instagram, sort of frantically reaching out and seeing what we could do and if there was anything else. And apparently an ECMO machine is a a last measure that can help. So long story short, we got Duke University to accept Susan, and she was airlifted from Charlotte to Duke into the ICU on an ECMO machine where she spent the final three weeks of her life fighting, fighting, fighting. Unfortunately, she ended up having to go on dialysis, and the last week she had a stroke, which made recovery 
all but impossible. So at the end, there was really nothing left they could do. Susan's daughter, Stephanie, went down to Duke because by that point she was not COVID positive anymore, but her body was just absolutely ravaged by COVID. Again, she was only 63 and had no pre-existing health conditions. She was fit as a fiddle. I don't think I've ever used that expression before, but she was super fit and healthy and was out hiking with her daughter Stephanie all the time and had recently gotten divorced a couple years prior and was just exuding love, light, life. You know, Steph even said she was acting younger than her (laughs) and Stephanie's 33. So I don't know. It just seems like it's an even bigger tragedy, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's just, anyway, you slice it. It's just horrific. And I shared all along the way with all of my Instagram followers what was going on as much as a way for me to process the situation and also as a way to help Kyle and Stephanie field the zillions of messages and inquiries so that I could be the point person and sharing updates, some of which were very positive. I really believed she was going to get better and so did she until the end. The last three weeks, of course, she couldn't speak, but we were able to FaceTime with her. And then anyway, Stephanie was there and then the doctors at the very end let Kyle go in as well. So unlike many COVID patients who unfortunately had to be completely isolated at least the last couple of weeks. Susan, even though she was not conscious, really got to be with Steph and Kyle. And that's a huge blessing for which we are so grateful. This has all been just soul crushing, as you can imagine. And the only thing I know how to do when I'm in a state like this is write about it. I haven't even really had the energy to sit at my computer except to do this. And so I've just been sort of on my phone typing out little updates on Instagram every day as like a little micro blog or mini essays. I don't even know what you'll call it. Just to sort through my feelings and share what grief is like, share what I'm learning through grief. You know, I'm going to read this one post I just I just posted actually in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep in the hopes that My experience can help you. I know I'm not the only one in the world who's grieving. There's so many people reeling from the losses that COVID-19 has brought upon our world. And of course, all the people who have lost loved ones from just other bazillions of reasons. You know, I'm no stranger to grief and loss myself. I've lost so many people starting at a young age, but somehow each loss just, you know, floors me and feels like I'm going through it for the first time, even though logically I know and I know what steps come next and I know that the feelings are normal. It's just this feeling like someone is standing on my chest with a big boot pressing on me and just just so heavy hearted. And, you know, Kyle, Stephanie and I are quarantined here now because we don't want to risk infecting the kids because Kyle and Steph were in hospital settings and all the rest. Although she actually had the coronavirus already and has the antibodies, but just better safe than sorry. Plus we were in a, you know, North Carolina, which was a hotspot state. And so we just don't want to risk infecting anybody. Not that we are infected so far. I'm totally fine. But anyway, it's been also really difficult being apart from my four kids. This is the longest I will have gone without seeing them. And that's really hard too. But I know it's for the best. Anyway, this is becoming a sob story. My point in sharing all of this with you is twofold. One, I want to help other people like me who are grieving right now or have grieved recently or are battling a loved one's illness and say you're not alone and that I know your pain and I'm here and we're kind of all going through this together and I get it. Another 
goal in sharing all of this is to encourage people to take COVID seriously. I'm not trying to act as like a public service announcement, but I mean, there are people just out and about, no masks. Like I see them when I drive places just out, like gallivanting. And this is no joke. This is so evil. What COVID did to Susan's body as we found out in, you know, every three hour updates from the nurses and doctors and everything. It's just so awful. So whatever you, your children, your parents, your friends can do to protect themselves and everyone else is like beyond critical. I know it's just Labor Day weekend now, but come September and October, November, as the weather gets worse, I just don't forget to be so careful and protect yourselves. So those are some of my missions in sharing all of this instead of just venting. If you want to follow along with sort of my upcoming journey or what we went through with Susan in the past and even Nini, it's all on my Instagram at Zibby Owens. I'm stopping live podcast events and my book club for a little while just so I can, you know, get myself together. And also I'm the one who's doing all the stuff, end of life, you know, cleanup, (laughs) you know, organization, all that for both Susan and Nini. So it's just going to take me a little bit of time and energy. And I feel like my brain is, you know, functioning at just a fraction of its, its normal capacity at this point. So I have to focus on doing those things, which I need to do. And I will, of course, get back to this. I will be releasing. I had recorded so many podcasts ahead of time. So not to worry, I'll still be releasing. But in case my schedule is in any way disrupted, this is why. So I just wanted you all to know, I'm going to read this post I posted this morning. I don't even know what today is, September 4th, I think I'll, anyway. I posted a picture of Susan and me hugging and laughing. And I wrote, I can't even remember what we were laughing about. All I know is that this was at the book shower before I married Kyle. My mom had suggested friends give me their favorite books inscribed for the celebration. This was a year before I started my podcast. I wish I could go back to this moment with Susan. I wish I could go back and redo every time we could have visited Treats and Nini. My kids call her Treats, by the way. But opted to do something else instead. I wish I'd stopped what felt so important then and is now beside the point and called her or texted anything. I'm grateful, of course, for all the memories, the trip we took with the kids to Kiowa, the Mother's Day celebration in Sarasota eating at Viaggio Ristorante in New Jersey with so much of Sue's family around, pitching Nini's treats to a major food corp together, the many times we baked side by side, including when she recreated my own grandmother Arlene's chocolate chip cake recipe from a nonsensical handwritten scrap of paper. I just wish I'd known how finite our time together was. I thought we were just getting started. (laughs) I thought our lives and loves would be intertwined for decades to come. How utterly foolish. Nothing is guaranteed for decades, years, months, even days. Instead, I've been writing joint obits for her and Nini, which will be in the New York Times today through Tuesday, filling out many multi-page funeral home forms, coordinating the move out of their Charlotte, North Carolina apartment while the state is a COVID hotspot so we can't even go pack her up ourselves shipping her car here, forwarding her mail, figuring out how to simply stop a life. It's too much. My brain, which I rely on to operate at warp speed, has sputtered to a slow limp. The simplest cognitive tasks are taking me 10 times as long and depleting me of energy. I haven't even gotten dressed. Grief has made a mockery of what felt so urgent before and clearly can just wait. 
I don't remember what we were laughing about, but I'd do anything to have another moment with her just like this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that you're probably all crying now too. And I'm sorry that I feel compelled to share the brokenheartedness that I feel with all of you, but I know you've all gotten to know me and many of you reach out to me and say that you feel like you know me and you feel like we're friends. And I just love that because honestly, if you've been listening to this podcast, you do know me. You do. I mean, this is who I am and this is what I'm like. And we might not have met in real life and I might not know you, but you do know me and, you know, this sort of one-sided friendship of ours. (laughs) So anyway, feel free to reach out. I do my best to reply when I can. And just knowing that you're out there, that I'm honoring Susan and Nini's memories, that I'm trying to help Kyle and Steph through all of this, and that you're all sort of in my corner is great. And please keep listening to the podcast. I don't want any of the authors I featured recently to have, you know, to get short shrift because of all my own emotional turmoil. So anyway, just thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to me today. Thanks for hugging your loved ones close, as cliche as that sounds. And remembering that, you know, man, life doesn't always go as you think it will go. And, you know, while we're here, all we can do is be connected to each other and love each other and share. So that's why I'm sharing. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) 